Hi, and welcome to Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle. Ignite is focused on passion, purpose, and positivity, and today we've got just that for you. Today's episode features Teresa, creator of Anchored by Grace Artistry. Teresa shares her story of growing up in an abusive home environment and how she, through God's grace, overcame that. Teresa told me that she would have been a statistic if it had not been for the intervention of God in her life. I am so excited to share her amazing story with you guys, and I hope that you will find encouragement and hope through her story. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get comfortable, and get ready for a great conversation. Hey guys, I'm here tonight with Teresa, and we're going to be talking about um, worth and how Teresa's journey with um, discovering her worth. And I'm gonna turn it over to her and I'm gonna have Teresa give a quick snapshot of who she is. <laughs> who I am. I mean, I guess I'm semi-outgoing. Um, I mean, you're doing a podcast I'm... with a near complete stranger, so. <laughs> um, kind of blunt. Um, yeah, I guess I, I do talk to strangers. They tell you not to do that, but I do it. Um, <laughs> I work um, in the medical field, so <laughs> nothing nothing exciting or glamorous. Um, but you also do art, right? I do. I do. That's a recent discovery. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. um, I started that last October. Um, it was a... October of 2020 or 2019? Oh, you know what? We are in 2021. Uh, 2019. Okay. 2019. Hmm. Um, it's, it's all blending together. So, yes, 2021. <laughs> so, 2019 of October, hmm. I um, my co-worker challenged me to go ahead and paint because hmm. I would like to watch Bob Ross. I grew up watching him. Um, and I would draw as a kid, but I never really painted because I just thought I can do that. Right. Don't know why. Mm. I just thought I could do that. Mm. Um, and so she challenged me to just try it, you know, yeah. like paint along with him and see what happens. Mm. Um, so, you know, I got all my stuff together, got the brushes out one night and I was like, all right, we're going to do this. <laughs> um, and I did, and I sent it to her, and she was like, wow, that's that's amazing. And so I don't know, I can't really remember how it came up, but someone was like, well, you should sell those. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll think about it. And um, I kept getting like, oh, I'd buy that, you know, from friends. And mm. so I was like, well, why not? I'll try it. Um, mm. So kind of got some intel on, like, how do I start this? Where do I go? Um, and created a website, got some prices in mind, got some feedback. Um, mm. Johnny Noble Body, um, who has his own body oils and stuff, he started his own business. He mm. kind of gave me a little bit of um, encouragement on how to do um, pricing and stuff. And so mm. I did it and started selling some stuff. I haven't done it for a while, but um, mm. I do a little bit. I need to get back into it um, just a lot. Yeah. happened last year. <laughs> right. uh, I, gee, I wonder what happened last year, shocking. Teresa. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I want to get back 
back into it and start selling some paintings again because it is fun mm. um, to just create something that other people will like and enjoy. Mm. Um, it's kind of therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you know, I I'm really shocked that you only you started doing that um, in October of, in October of 2019, because when I was um, snooping around on your website, the paintings looked really really good. And I was like, oh my gosh, she must have been doing this for years. And to hear that you've just started that, it's it's that's amazing, you know. Well, thank you. <laughs> I look at them and I'm like, you could do this better. <laughs> I mean, there's always room for improvement, but that's, Definitely. I'm drawing stick figures over here, so, you know. Well, you know, but you're, one day. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, I don't, I really just followed him, and I mean, I, I like I said, I drew when I was a kid, so yeah. it's not, um, it's not new, I guess, to have mm. the artistic side come out. Um, that's, I just, I did that all the time as a kid. Mm. I would just draw mm. yeah. for hours. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, but painting, I just never thought, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Um, it seemed to be too complex. Even with, you know, Bob Ross saying, anybody can do this. Right. I was like, no, nobody, not anybody, mm. Bob. Sorry, not anybody. <laughs> um, mm. But, yeah, so it just kind of, I don't know, I just decided mm. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I did. And I, mm. I mean, it's obviously a gift. It's not it's a talent that God's given me. I, right. Cause I can't explain how I have this talent. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I enjoy it and I'm glad that other people can enjoy it. Mm. Um, and I definitely would like to improve. I've only worked in, a, uh, well, I started in oil. Um, and then I started with acrylic after that. Mm. So I'd like to expand and try watercolors, mixed media. Mm. Um, I was talking to someone the other day about colored pencils, hmm. um, which I did one. I have one drawing where I did colored pencils, but they're they're hard. They take a lot of patience, right, uh, to blend and everything. But I'd like to try it. So. Right, right. Interesting, huh? You, when I think colored <laughs> pencils, I think of like elementary school. So right. that's that, and it's so interesting. You talk about having to blend the colors. It's like, oh my gosh. There's so much, there's so much more to art than just painting or just this or just that, you know? So that's, that's amazing. Have you had any kind of formal art training at all? Um, I remember taking a class. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't really remember what we did in the class. <laughs> I assume we learned about shading and stuff like that. Mm. Um. But I know, like, I would, I used to, when I was real young, I would trace stuff yeah. to try and get a feel for it, um, to learn shading. So I think I maybe took a maybe a class, there might have been one, yeah. um, that my mom had enrolled me in, because um, she would do, like, week-long things for me to go to. Like, mm. I did a week-long horseback riding camp, because I loved horses as a kid. Mm. Um, so she would find, like, stuff like that. So I did do a week-long... Art, but I, I really can't remember what we did. <laughs> Maybe that's what I decided I couldn't see. Um, but yeah, so we, I mean, I, I would, hmm. like I would trace and I would watch like videos on how to do things like that. Hmm. Um, I mean, with, with my pencil drawings, um, art class at school was helpful because they would tell you how to do certain things and shading and right. stuff. 
Mm. Um, I actually had one art teacher who really was an artist. It was a miracle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I learned a lot from that teacher how to how to draw and mm. do the shading and, and different things like that. Right. Um, beyond just tracing something when I was little. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really impressive. I mean, and, and just being able to just discover that that hidden gem within you, and to be able to to make something good and make money off of it too. I mean, how cool is that to blend passion with with making money? You know, <laughs> so yeah. I think that's There's I think that's like fantastic. That first, that first sale, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even <laughs> if it, I. <laughs> Yes, yes, and you just like you suddenly you start building all these dreams. Like I'm gonna do this and this and this and this, and then you're like, oh, this is a lot of work. <laughs> yep, yep. I was like, I'm gonna do all of these things, and like oh, I actually have to paint more. <laughs> oh, I I love it though. That's that's amazing. Um, so you had you had mentioned something a little bit earlier talking about how um, painting is really therapeutic for you. And um, you had mentioned that you drew a lot as a kid, like you just spend hours and hours drawing. Um, and in our previous conversation, you had talked a little bit about, about your background and your past. And um, do you feel like uh, art drawing was kind of a way to escape the, the you know, the pressures of, um, of your circumstances as a, as a child? Definitely. Mm. Um, I think drawing and reading were the two things that I would use to just (laughs) forget about the life I was living. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It was a way to get out of of my room. Mm. Um, I wasn't really allowed to to go places a lot. We didn't do a lot. like I had friends, but my mother was very strict. So Mm. (laughs) a lot of my time was spent in my room by myself because I didn't want to be out there with her in the living room and deal with it. So I would just go to my room and I would draw Mm. or I would read a book Mm -hmm. and listen to music. And it was really just like, I'm not actually here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Mm. I'm in this world, whether it was the world of that book that I was reading Mm. or whether it was me creating my own worlds mm. and whatever I was drawing, which at that time was always horses. <laughs> right, right. Um, so it was very therapeutic because, I mean, you're, you're, uh, you're in control mm-hmm. of that world. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you're the one that's creating it. You're the one that you can make it as, mm. as beautiful as you want or you can make it dark. Yeah. If that's what you're feeling. It's, it's really yeah. your emotions are coming out. Right. Um, Maybe not in all art, but I think a lot of art is mm. just what's inside. Yeah. You can let it out. Right. You can channel it. Mm. Mm. Do you feel that having that um, that channel of expression, was that, do you feel like that was helpful for you? I think it kept me sane. Because there are few things that I can remember as having been good for me as mm-hmm. a kid um, to express and figure out who I was yeah um and that I wasn't whatever my mother was telling me I was that day um so we I was in therapy since I was goodness six probably Mm -hmm. um 
not that there was anything wrong with me. Right. right. <laughs> I thought that there was, but looking back, there wasn't anything wrong with me. It was my mom. She mm. wanted us in therapy. Yeah. Um, so between therapy, art, reading, and then um, when I got involved in church, mm. those were the things that helped me to figure out who am I, what's true and what's not, mm. and, you know, what is it about life that I love, enjoy, mm-hmm. what's my passion, where do I want to go from here, Yeah, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. How do I let out good and bad emotion Right. Um, mm. instead of keeping it clenched tight because that was what I was taught to do. Right, right. Mm. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> mm. definitely uh, therapeutic and definitely a huge outlet. Right, right. And what a blessing, too, that that you were given that. Like, even during that very dark period of time, um, God was still watching over you before you even knew who he was or even really cared. And he gave you that gift. And I, I just, I think that's, I think that's wonderful. You had mentioned, too, um, something about you, your mom would tell you what you were, depending on the day. Um that must have really that must have really affected like how you felt like worth wise, you know, just having your mom label you as something that wasn't necessarily true. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that or? Um, I mean, I can I can give you some insight. Um, sure. I've, I've I mean I've been open pretty much about it on Twitter. Um, yeah. I remember when Michelle Williams, that actress, Mm. said something about her abortion and how it got her where she was today. And Mm. um, I remember thinking, you know, that's a really horrible thing for a child to hear. And Mm. I'm not saying that just because it it is horrible, but I'm saying because I heard it. Mm. I was told to my face that it it would have been better off if she'd aborted me (sighs) Um, or that she wished she had. Because that was an option that was offered to her when she found out she was pregnant. And so, you know, I, (laughs) you start off with that. What else could be worse than that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was told a lot of different things. Mm. You know, you're ugly. Um, You, no man will ever want you because you're mean. Mm. And of course, I was mean to protect myself from her. Right. (laughs) Um, You know, you and, but then, you know, the next day it would be, you're so smart, you're smarter than I ever was, mm. um, you could do anything you want to do, um, you know, if you apply yourself, you have great grades, mm. you're very intelligent, you can go to college. I mean, th- it was it was just night and day. One day, yeah, I, I'll never get anywhere in life, and the next day, you can go farther than I ever did. That was probably really confusing to hear as a child too. Like, which one do I believe? You know. Right. How did you right. come? How did you come out of that? Because clearly, you're a successful person. You seem happy. You seem like you're are actively working through those traumas from your past. Um, and you, you're a Christian. You're, you know, involved with church. Like, how did you make that leap from being told that you were worthless to finding a relationship with Christ and moving forward? Um, well, church was, we always went to church. Mm-hmm. Even when I was a kid, um, my grandpa was really big into church before he died. So, like, 
and he was a believer. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom claimed it. That's between her and the Lord. I'm not even mm. going to go into it. Mm-hmm. But um, so we were in church. I mean, I, I did a wanna. Mm-hmm. Um, I quit for a time, and I think that was when things were just really bad at home. Yeah. And uh, mm. <clears throat> it originally started out as an escape. Yeah. Just another way to get out of the house mm. and um, away from her. Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, in a stroke of luck or coincidentally or something, mm-hmm. a girl moved to um, my town and was in my class who was a believer who invited me um, back to the church I was going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had quit going to. I would say that that was a stroke of luck, but mm. God doesn't do luck, so... Right. Um, <laughs> mm. She moved to town. We became friends. She invited me back to that church, and I thought, all right, well, it's a way to get out of the house. Um, they did a whole week, uh, they call it Teen Week, where they just do outreach, um, and they have the gospel um, that's presented every night, and they have mm-hmm. games, and they have all these things to get kids out. Yeah. Of the house into a positive atmosphere, but also to present the gospel. And mm. um, so I went, um, and that's where I trusted Christ. Mm. Um, and, you know, life did not get easier afterwards. But right. Um, right. I would say that, that being in church as a kid, even when I didn't understand everything that was going on, mm. But then also going back and obviously trusting Christ is really where I didn't lose my mind or become a statistic Mm. that I probably should be. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, And just having, I was blessed with a really solid church growing Mm. up. Yeah. Um, Just a really solid church. And um, they were as involved as one can be, Mm. you know, when you're not that's not your kid or your relative or anything like that. Mm. Um, I had people that would, uh, pour into my life, um, love and, and, you know, they Mm. would hug me and just things that didn't happen at home. Mm. I got from church. Um, I remember one lady actually messaged her recently. She's Mm. been praying for me since I was, I want to say in middle school. Wow. Yeah. She, because they would do something where they would give out names mm. of the youth for people to pray. And she was a youth leader and she's been, mm. she didn't even know me at the time. Wow. And she's been praying for me since mm. I was a kid, you know? So mm. I really, me getting to where I am today is mm. because of God's grace yeah. and not there, there really is no other explanation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Because I can't explain how all of that would coordinate together. Right, right. You know, I think it's very interesting that you mentioned um, when you found Christ, things didn't automatically get better for you. And I think a lot of people make the assumption that when you become a Christian, everything just turns around and everything's suddenly great. And Which is, it's funny in a way because becoming a Christian is kind of the total opposite of that. Right. But then you have this profound peace despite the circumstances, you know, and having grown up in such a 
such an emotionally and verbally abusive environment um, and that not getting better, but you, you found that peace. I think that's absolutely incredible. And was that the point that you started, um, that your sense of worth started to turn around or was it a longer, a longer process? It was a little bit of a longer process because mm. it didn't change. Yeah. I went home mm. and I didn't immediately change. I mean, it wasn't, mm. I still had to learn what does, what does being a Christian mean? You know, yeah. the Lord still had to work mm. on my heart. Um, I still had to learn to not view him through a wrong lens, mm. which was my example of what a father was that was that was a big thing that kept me from Christ for a long mm-hmm. time was because they said he was a father and I didn't know what that meant yeah um and so it, it took a while for me to even start to grow myself mm-hmm. um, but then going home you know to a mom that is determined to point out your flaws as soon as she saw me going to church and claiming Christianity, it was, well, you're a bad Christian. Ugh. You know? So, like, just can't win for losing. <laughs> I couldn't win. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't know mm. how to, I, I, you know, you, you can choose to be legalistic or you can choose to be like, woo, I can do whatever I want and say I'm a Christian. Mm. And there's that middle ground, and I didn't know which way to go? Do I go all the way legalistic? Do I go all the way to, well, I can still live the way I want and say I love Jesus. Mm. It was hard to figure that out and even harder when everything I did or said was judged Mm. by my mother who lived with me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. And so she knew that I wasn't perfect, you know? She knew all of my flaws Mm. Mm. and I couldn't hide that from her. Right. And it was hard to um, to still realize that even though now I'm being attacked and saying I'm a bad Christian, mm-hmm. the Lord sees me differently. Yeah. Because I'm. It, it's not my works that are doing it. Mm. Do I still need to strive to obey Him? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but He doesn't see me as worthless. He doesn't see me as as. Mm. Um, whatever she would say yeah, that day. Yeah. You know, mm. um, he's clothed me in righteousness. His son died for me. Mm. Um, I'm washed in the blood of Christ. Like those things mm. I had to continuously remember mm. no matter what she said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you feel like those experiences have helped you become the person that you are today? Painfully. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> it's, it's hard to, um, go through something like that and mm-hmm. not have some kind of compassion for kids that are abused. Yeah. Um, mm. Like I would love to be able to offer a home mm. to children that have the same background that I did. Yeah. Um, one day, you know, mm-hmm. because if I hadn't had that, if I didn't have people who loved me and cared mm-hmm. for me and reached mm-hmm. out to me, I don't know where I would be right now. Right. Right. I still believe the Lord would have, you know, found me and chased me and, and, mm. and saved me, but mm. I, <laughs> who knows where I would have been, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I would love to be able to, to help someone mm. else, 
Um, it has changed. Well, I, I don't know what different would be, I guess. Yeah. But I think it has changed my mindset compared to some of the people that I've um, met, you know, and they don't understand mm-hmm. a lot of what I'm going through. I remember I was a youth leader for a while um, at the church that I grew up. And uh, we had a teen week. And I was a leader during that. And one of the kids came up to me, and she was pastor's daughter. Mm-hmm. She came from a very loving family. Um, and every family has their problems. Yeah. But I knew her parents. They were my youth leaders. Mm-hmm. They very loving family. And she just came up to me, and she asked me, she's like, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to help these people that come from broken homes. Mm-hmm. And I said, you be the example because they need to see that their home is not the only option. Yeah. That's yeah. not normal. There mm-hmm. are other options. You can have a healthy, uh, loving family, even mm-hmm. if you didn't come from one. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what her family was to me. Right. <laughs> that's what they showed me. Mm-hmm. But of course she didn't understand that. Yeah. So I think, it, I know we're, we're kind of going off topic, but I feel like that's, that's some of the, impact that a broken past has had on me because Mm. some people will never understand what that means yeah but I have the ability to help them understand Mm. and also help people in my situation yeah yeah instead of taking that um those negative experiences and just propelling more negativity into your life and into other people's lives you're taking those negative experiences and you're using that as a way to help other people who are experiencing that and bringing healing instead of that negativity. Um, right. And that's that's not an easy thing to do at all, you know. Um, I was just talking to one of my friends about that yesterday because I've had um, – I have, like, a crazy church story. <laughs> a lot of, like um, – emotional and psychological abuse from the church that I that I grew up in and for a while I was just completely turned off from church and just disgusted with Christians and um you know I I didn't know how I didn't know how to handle all of it and I just wanted to like not destroy other people but I just wanted to tell everyone like don't go to church church is terrible like you know (laughs) and you know I finally come to the point where I've worked through that enough that I'm like no that's that's not that's not the norm that shouldn't be the norm you know and wanting to help other people that have come from similar backgrounds and um I just think that's fantastic you know what you're doing and what you want to do and um I hope that God just absolutely blesses you brings you a husband and you guys can start a, an amazing family and and be that to, to other kids, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah easy <laughs> oh. um yeah I, th- I think that's fantastic and you know just it's just a testament to god's grace and his mercy that you're here today and um you know you're not you're not you have scars you're not Definitely. completely free from that past but you have you have the peace of christ and he has brought you healing i that's that's amazing not everyone has a story like that well and it was i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pretend that it was just my strength i went to therapy Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. had counselors Mm -hmm. i had coaches Mm -hmm. i had um 
friends and family that were Christian that mm. just poured into my life. And, and there yeah. are so many. Mm. Um, I went to two years of Bible college, mm-hmm. you know, and just mm-hmm. immersed myself in scripture. So it's mm-hmm. been a long, long road. And I don't want anybody to ever get the mm. impression that it is, you know, because I think people talk about it like, oh, it's so easy. It's yeah. not easy. Right. It's not easy. And you really mm. have to work at it and you have mm. to want it. Yeah for yourself to not Mm -hmm. be the person you were and you have to trust that the Lord is going to work in your life and is going to change you Mm. from the inside out. It's not, it's not going to be something that you can just do in in, in and of yourself, um, in your own strength. Um, cause sometimes I, sometimes I'm like, I'm doing so well. And the Lord's like, "Mm." (laughs) you sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but then I look back, Hmm. I don't recognize that person anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you, it's, and it's worse than just looking at your yearbook and cringing. It's <laughs> like, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've done that this week. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it's, it's a lot more than that. You just see like, mm. maybe I just have a super active imagination, but sometimes I'll, I'll look I'll think about a memory or a situation and I'm like, man, that could have gone so many different ways. Yeah. You know, Mm. like how in the world did I get from that to this? Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. And, and other people would be like, Oh, well you went to therapy and you did that. No, Mm. the Lord, like Mm. there's no other explanation. The Lord. Mm. That's awesome. That's in, yeah, that's a, um, it's, it's that reality check of like, sure, you know, God can bring healing, but you have to put the work in yourself, you know, and it's not just an easy overnight thing. Like, Oh, I suddenly have forgotten about all the 20 plus years of, of abuse that I endured. Like, <laughs> you know, you carry those scars around with you, but it, it definitely takes work and you definitely, you definitely have to want it. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a really good message to, um, that's a good message to, to tell people. Cause yeah, it's, it's not easy. The journey to healing is not easy. Um, I think it's really interesting. The name that you've chosen for your art business. Do you mind saying anchored by grace? <laughs> anchored by grace. I love that. Anchored by grace artistry, technically. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What gave you the inspiration for that name? Um, well, grace, <laughs> <laughs> Just that idea of being secure. Mm. Like, I am secure. Um, You're steadfast. Mm. Because I think just in my background, nothing ever felt secure. Nothing ever felt safe. I know we throw that word around a lot. Are we ever really safe? Probably not. But just steadfast and secure, I know that I am Mm. in his grace. Yeah. Um, that was a big thing <laughs> mm. for me. I love that. That's beautiful. I think we're going to have to wrap this up in the next five minutes or so. Um, but Teresa, do you want to give like a piece of advice to young Teresa or maybe someone else that might be, um, listening who is in a similar situation that you were in as a child? Um, don't give up. 
Um, don't be afraid to ask for help Mm. because there are people out there who do want to help you. Um, and who are willing to help you, you know, when you, when you, when you're tired and you just think I can't do this anymore. Um, don't be afraid to reach out to people who you know love you mm. and who you know are going to be there for you. Yeah. Um, and then always go back to the word, mm. go back to scripture. Mm. Um, what were some yeah. script? What were some scriptures that um, that really helped you during that time? I knew you were going to ask me this, and I did not write anything. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I know I'm so and I'm so bad with scripture. <laughs> You know, I found a lot of psalms to be really comforting. The psalms were big. Um, mm. I know Psalm 23 because I had, I've had that memorized since I was a little kid. Mm. Um, there was, uh, I think it is Psalm 27, mm. um, and David is crying out to the Lord. Mm. Um, and in part of it, it says, though my mother and father have forsaken me. This is a loose, loose translation here. Teresa translation um, here. It's a Teresa. <laughs> no. Blasphemy. <laughs> 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 um, it's a very loose translation, but I, it was, it was though my mother and father have forsaken me, the Lord will not forsake me is the gist of it. Mm. Um, a girl in my youth group gave me that verse when I was just over it. <laughs> yeah. It's over everything. Mm. And it really just reminded me that it doesn't matter if your entire family says, screw you, we don't want anything to do with you, mm. get out. Yeah. God will not forsake you. Mm. If you are in Christ, he will not forsake you. He can't. Mm. It's not in his it's not in his character. Yeah. Um mm. to mm. forsake his child. So yeah. it's in Psalm twenty seven. I don't know exactly what verse it is, but it's in Psalm twenty seven. If you are interested in purchasing any of Teresa's artwork, you can go to anchoredbygraceartistry.com. That's anchoredbygraceartistry.com.